0: we have each other's back yeah and like if you're not constantly telling each other like like you know it's i have your back you have mine Mm -hmm. like whatever you need you to let me know Mm -hmm. i think you know that then there's something there's something up with that welcome to the podcast by mikhail Alphon.
1: What's up, guys, and welcome to another episode of the podcast. As always, I am super pumped on this episode, but this one in particular, because today we are continuing the mini series of entrepreneurs and relationships and digging into the strategies and values that these career driven individuals have when they are approaching their loved ones in addition to their business, which could also be a loved one as well. Um, Today, we actually have the father of four and a married man who happens to be my business partner in Blue Light Media. And today he's going to share with us what his strategies are in managing his relationship, raising four beautiful children, and telling us a little bit of what it takes to do both really effectively um but before i speak too much nelson why don't you say what's up to the audience and tell us a little bit about yourself
0: uh what's up guys my name is nelson uh i know that's your line of what's up guys but
1: i think everybody says what's up guys and yeah. really i'm not creative yeah i was thinking of hello uh, earthlings somebody does earthlings i think tim ferris does i was gonna start calling the listeners socialites oh there you go how do you guys
0: like that let me know in the comments anyways okay um yeah my name is nelson I am the creative director at Blue Light Media, father of four, um, happily married, and uh, just a full-blown hustler. (laughs) (laughs) Very true. Um, It's actually
1: really interesting because- Oh,
0: and a fantasy football god.
1: Oh yeah, we have to start talking
0: about that. Yeah, nobody wants A
1: fantasy football god, that's a big statement.
0: Yeah, you don't want any fantasy football with me. It's about the one thing that I'm the most cocky about. (laughs) I'm not cocky about anything but fantasy football. You know
1: what's crazy is like running a startup business, essentially startup. We've been at it for like four years, but it still feels like a startup. Yeah. Running a startup business, um, you have to supplement your income. And for you, it's been fantasy football tournaments. Tell us a little bit about that
0: yeah so i started uh probably not not that long ago like four or five years ago about the time when we were doing this business um got into it like football watched it and then um had my first fantasy football team won that blew out that league there was no money involved and it was like people were quitting and things like that so i was like ah, i like this i like sundays um you know, I got into the NFL ticket and watching red zone, mm-hmm. which means like I get to see every player from every big play or every player from every team score touchdowns and things like that. So I really got into it and then got into the analytics side like a bunch. So I was able to start diving into like projections against a player home and away. Dome and like natural grass and things like that. So I just kind of, I kind of like fell in love with that. Rookies projections against defenses, offenses, um, projections against like number one cornerbacks. Um, when the, how many times they're lining up to the left, to the right, things like that. Like real nerdy about it. And it's my Sunday, man. It's the one day that I check out. I kind of get to do my thing. Family kind of like knows that that's my thing, my break, and it's the time of the year that I really like. So I enjoy it and I make money. Yeah, it's cool. Yeah. So I got like... At least you're
1: doing something that you can partake in like conversation. Yeah. Like everybody talks about football. I fucking... I play poker. Like they're like, oh, uh, like nobody knows anything.
0: Yeah. I know their mindset is either like just like... The mindset on poker is either you play in a cash game with your friends Or you play, like, World Series of Poker. People don't think about, like, the guys that are just, like, hustling and bustling at like, local casinos and actually making a lot of money.
1: Yeah, for sure. Um, I know that we've done a couple podcasts together, but the listener may not know, like, Nelson um, in depth yet. So, you know, outside of fantasy football, tell us a little bit about, like, where you come from. Like, how did you and
0: uh, Cheryl meet, your wife meet? Um, Yeah, so I was – I grew up in Bellflower, Um, I was born in San Diego. Family moved out there. Um, Grew up playing basketball heavily. Got in a pretty big, like, injury. Kind of, everything with my basketball game was off of, like, my lift. Uh, Dislocated my ankle. Took that time, I I had always loved music. Started playing piano and things like that. And I really fell in love with music and realized, you know, I tried to come back off the injury. It wasn't working. And I just started, like, creating creating everything that i could mm-hmm. uh started a record label um that kind of led to me doing everything at the record label so i would do like the posters the videos like all that stuff so yeah. that kind of was where that creative like spark happened and uh, i was running the gun in through that started a t-shirt line that led to like opportunities in like actual career world i guess jobs mm-hmm. you know and then uh, as i was working i was Working for a company uh, We had like a company event and a party And I uh, I seen My wife Cheryl And uh, I thought it was cool Like to ask it for for a dance Like one of those good old like Let's go dance She said no Which is great <laughs> She loves to tell that story Rubbing my face I rejected him And uh <laughs> But yet, she got my number at the end of the night and ended up calling me. That's (laughs) right. Yeah. I'm the man. (laughs) 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 So, uh, yeah, she ended up calling me. um, Went out, you know, a couple times, whatever the case may be. Kind of took it slow. Um, Because, I mean, I'm not the type of person that when I'm in a relationship, like, I'm like, I don't want to spend all day with you. You yeah. know, that's like my, my when thing. When you're
1: in a relationship, I don't want to spend all d- day with you.
0: I don't want to spend every single day all day with you. Right. That's not the type of relationship or that's not where I'm happy at. Yeah. So in turn, that relationship won't work. Right. Because eventually I'm going to be frustrated and that person's going to be frustrated with me. hmm So um, we took it slow, which was great. Um, only hung out a few times a week, which was awesome. And then, you know, was it? A nine years later No ten years later You know We're married Been married for It's been ten years Yeah I didn't married, realize that. Married for For a year Um, Together we have A four year old And a six month Year old And Previous l- relationship She has a Fourteen and Twelve year old mm. And we get We get along great
1: That's interesting That you say I don't want to spend Every day with you Is that how you've Always been Does she
0: like Agree with that she she knows that she it's not like i don't want to like hang out with you Mm -hmm. i'll spend my time with you and we'll have days that you know are set off for that but i'm also like a creative person i need my space i need Mm -hmm. my time to kind of do what i need to do Mm -hmm. if not i get super frustrated yeah so you can't release it kind of thing so you're a guy I'm a guy. Yeah, definitely. Uh, definitely I'm sure that works both ways. I'm sure she's like, I don't want to hang out with you every day. definitely. She, she has, she needs her space too. And it just kind of, kind of works out and, you know, definitely having kids and, you know, she's a hustler too. She works like crazy and, uh, that helps her drive for her career helps her understand my drive for mine too as well. So it's a good give and take. And definitely I support her like, you know to the world to the end of the earth i want to make sure that wherever she wants to go in career i can do that sure you know for me like stu- for example for me jumping ship off of a you know decent job i think i was comfortable and pay mm-hmm. maybe not challenged in, as much as i i wanted to be comfortable and pay then we decided to start a business yeah we start that up and for her to like fully support and know that i'm going to take a pay cut and kind of like be willing to bite the bullet maybe we don't now go out as much you know Mm -hmm. things are a little bit tighter for her to say yes to that is you know to when having kids and having another one on the way was was pretty awesome like i mean that's that's true love somebody who's like fully supports you financially or not Mm -hmm. you know um And then in return for me, her her biggest goals and dreams, which have been set to the side because of, like, my kind of entrepreneur thing, is uh, to own a house. So I'll do whatever is possible, like, from my end to live up to that. Yeah. You know, it, it may not happen overnight, but I'll work as hard as I need to work to make sure she gets that.
1: So when you guys first got together, and definitely, you know, running a business from your perspective or, you know, the entrepreneurial bug that you have and we have want to talk about that in your marriage too i think the listeners would really enjoy that but when you guys first met um you know what was that conversation like when you decided to get serious i mean were you already at were you already at wine warehouse and to the listener, wine warehouse was the previous job that he was talking about um were you already there no
0: no i was what were you doing i was working at herbalife so i was like in oh so you guys met at she still works at Herbalife. yeah she works there we weren't in the same building or anything like yeah that. it was just like a company party we got gotcha. like, crossing paths mm-hmm. yeah i was working at herbalife and we just started talking we, we we talked for a bunch i decided that i was like we were pretty close um, as like within a year like we were serious sure. you know dating and know definitely exchanged to like i love you and things like that um but like towards the end of herb life i was already creating my t-shirt line i had like designs ready to go people were kind of like talking about it things like that so i started like doing shirts like i i ran out and just like imprinted them like from a from a local shop and uh we we're kind of i was at that time like my dad had passed away mm-hmm. like maybe six seven months like before that so i was staying like I was renting a room at my aunt's house and, uh, she was like, you know, why don't you just come stay with me? And she, she, at that time was, um, living with her parents. So I was like, well, that would be cool. But I don't know, like, you know, your mom and dad and stuff, her dad ends up being the coolest fucking guy ever. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm, I'm doing the t-shirts and her, her dad and I were talking about it. He's like, why don't you just, you know, do them yourself. I was like, I don't know like if I want to do them myself. And he was like, yeah, just do them in the garage. So I was literally like printing shirts, pressing them, and he was retired. He was like drying them, and I was paying the money and stuff. He was like like my second-hand guy in the shop. Yeah. So she supported like that whole movement, yeah. like of me doing that. And while I was doing that, then, you know, somebody like referred me or whatever the case may be um, to Wine Warehouse. And I was, you know, thinking about like – I. I had a couple offers from investors, turned them down. She was okay with that because I didn't want to really give up control and it wasn't enough money to make me like to make the product better mm-hmm. or have more um, distribution. So I was like, all right, I'll take the job at Wine Warehouse. Um, it was an internship. Boss hated my guts. This is for everybody who I was like getting into So, internship, bo- boss hated my guts. Wine Warehouse, like, I mean, a lot of people don't know what it is, but they're the third largest distributor in the U.S. So mm-hmm. at that time we had brands of alcohol. alcohol, yeah, alcohol, yeah, of all
1: alcohol, not just beer and wine, but also hard liquor.
0: Yeah, uh, yeah, and at that t- that time we had Cristal, oh which really, which was popping at that time, so it was a big deal, you know. It's like, not
1: still cool, I guess not. I haven't heard it in I don't any know. rap songs.
0: No, yeah, it it actually left my warehouse and kind of uh, did its own thing, took like a buyout kind of mm-hmm. thing, and we had a uh, Gallo, which is. The world's biggest wine company. Gotcha. So we had those two brands. Anyway, I I start the job, graphic designer. Um, I come in and I'm doing menus, <laughs> like I have all this creativity and I'm doing fucking restaurant menus. I was uh, I was like, probably like twenty three at the time, mm-hmm. and I had never went to school for graphic design or anything like that. You went to school for IT, right? For IT for two years. <laughs> yeah, when I went to school, because I, I mean I love computers. Sure. <laughs> And I I didn't know if like graphic design, I was never like a great artist. Mm -hmm. I knew what looked good together kind of thing. Um, So when I got there, like I was like, there was somebody else in the position, like that wanted like to fill the position. And like, I was like, you know what? I'm gonna work harder and I'm gonna work faster than that person that's coming out of a, like a well-known, like had their, bachelors I think at the time going for their masters coming out of like a well known like college. So I'm just gonna work harder and faster. You got their masters in graphic design. And in art. In art. Yeah. Yeah so and th- they're coming That's from, so interesting. Yeah they're coming from Marvel at the time too. Oh shit. Yeah so like I had my fucking work cut out for me but boom I like but bust my ass. Like same thing with music. I've like, started doing photography. Started doing some video stuff. I knew social media was coming so I kinda did their social media. Mm-hmm. and you know it just kind of grew and and the, the boss did like a fucking 180 mm-hmm. loved me promoted me all the way up to you know essentially a manager of digital marketing
1: and throughout this whole time cheryl stayed at Herbalife.
0: yeah she stayed she's still there dude she she'll hit 20 years in like two years
1: dang so uh in this time period when you were kind of moving up in ranks at wine warehouse uh were you two still living together
0: yeah, we're still living.
1: Did you ever not live together since you moved in?
0: Uh No, nah, I think we kind of, kind of like was, I was still staying at my aunt's house even though I was like like we we're kind of moved in and then we ended up getting an apartment. Okay. And from there like we we lived together. Yeah, from there and then eventually she got, you know, she got pregnant. Um and which How was that happened, Nelson? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Second coming. Uh <laughs> So uh yeah, well, what's crazy about that is like when we got together I was like I don't want to have kids. I was like well, my thing. I was like I'm not I'm not having kids and I'm not getting married. You can put that thing right there. <laughs> <laughs> so if that's what you're looking for. This is going to work. And if
1: you know Nelson at all, that is the complete opposite. <laughs> yeah. In fact, fun like I think the first probably year that we knew each other, I uh I asked you to come out to Vegas. And his whole reasoning to not come, he said, "I'm gonna miss my daughter too much." Yeah, like I was, I was like, "Oh, what am I gonna say? No?" Like, yeah, <laughs> yeah, man. So things have changed a little bit since then. Yeah,
0: yeah, definitely things. I and then we got together. I met her kids, and you know, like I fell in love with those guys, and I was like, "How
1: long? How long into the relationship were you until you met her other her kids?"
0: Uh, we met her. I met her kids uh, almost, almost. Probably a little over a year. It was a year later. Yeah, dude. Like, we took it real slow. In the like I said, like, yeah. we, we were just dating in the beginning. Like, yeah. I, I definitely wanted to make sure that, you know, she had enough time. Because her her um, breakup was relatively close to us kind of talking. I see. Yeah, yeah. You know, so you don't want that to affect the relationship between the kids and the mom. Lisa, I wanted to wait. And at the time, I didn't want kids anyway, so I was like, let's just, like, chill out for a little bit. And then once I got, like, met them and got to know them, I felt in love, and I, that's what actually made me want to have a kid. Mm. is because, like, you know, they're they so awesome. And I, but I, then I told myself, like, if I, I'm going to have a kid, I'm going to have a kid before I hit 30. So I thought that was a good age for me to still be. I wanted a boy. <laughs> so, yeah. so I thought that was a good age like I would be able to like keep up with him you know until he was like probably 18 and then whoop my ass or something
1: yeah But well yeah, now so you have two girls and I it. think Nyla will be able to whoop <laughs> your ass
0: one day yeah. at least Shay will <laughs> <laughs> definitely so yeah we we had we had Nyla which like you know change, changed my life for sure and uh, I was working at Wine Warehouse at that time and you know rest is history i guess yeah
1: cool so i mean you were there for a long time i think i you hadn't updated your linkedin so i got like a 10-year anniversary thing that's crazy that came up on my on linkedin um gotta update your linkedin by the way mm-hmm. <laughs> it came up i don't know i, don't know. I was <laughs> like <fuck> that <laughs> Sorry, anyways anyways um uh but you were there for a long time you're you're doing pretty well you moved into like a bigger place i remember when you were looking for a house you had another kid on the way. And then all of a sudden, you decide to tell her, "I want to go full time in this new business." Yeah, which wasn't new, but was new, you know. To the listener, we were, uh, uh, Nelson and I have been working together for f- over four years now. Yeah, um, over four years now, and a lot know,
0: of uh, Google Chat like video hangouts. A lot of Google, night. yeah, it late was crazy.
1: Night. After I left my first company. Uh, And decided to start a new one with you. I mean, you you end up having this conversation with Cheryl at one point. What was that conversation like that you wanted to jump ship?
0: Uh, It was kind of crazy at first. Um, Good thing about it is I was able... At that time, Cheryl's dad uh, got diagnosed with cancer. That's right. So... And for that, he watched Nyla. Nyla wasn't in, in, like, she's only in, like, a uh, head start kind of thing, mm-hmm. was, like, four or five hours a day. So I would have to pick her up and, and take her to school and things like that. So I talked to Wyand Warehouse and was like, hey, I got to work from home or, like, take some days off during the week to, to do this. And they were super cool with it. And, like, let me, let me essentially work from home for three days a week. And I just made sure, like, I got my stuff done when I was doing that. And then I worked, you know, we started Blue Light and I cut my hours back at Wine Warehouse, let them know like, hey, I don't really like working from home on this stuff. Because it's more of a joint community thing, like a real hands-on community effort. A lot of numbers and sure. pri- pricing and things like that change like all the time. So if you have to email somebody that, that's that's a long time in their world. So they're, they're okay with that. And, and uh, when I told Cheryl like, hey, I think that I'm going to go full time, uh, you know, with Mikhail, we're going to do this thing for real this time. Uh, the conversation at, at first is just like, you know, do you, will, will you have enough to like cover, like, will we be able to like still, you know, essentially live in our current house? She like, asked you that. Yeah. Or will we have to plan for something different? Mm -hmm. So she was already open to the opportunity of change. Yeah. So like, yeah. So
1: she was open to like, we might have to move next month.
0: Yeah. She was like that, that, if that happens, it happens. Right. But you know, on the flip side of that, I was telling her like, now I'll have the luxury of, you know, basically being able to be there whenever I need to for family. That's the big trade off. Yeah. You know, and she understood that. And
1: what was, I mean, what was the, what was that? thing and i mean it's kind of like the writing's on the wall you were you wanted to be a basketball player then you wanted to go into well i guess being a basketball player isn't necessarily entrepreneurial but definitely hip-hop is definitely starting your own t-shirt line so the writing's on the wall and then you were working with you know our our old company for three years or so you know moonlighting on it when you didn't need the money
0: no no i did i definitely didn't need it I'd always been like a, Like like I said Like a hustler Like I always Put in the time And the work And the, like I worked hard yeah. Everywhere I went I was fucking boss to the wall I'm working hard Rolling up the sleeves And you know And it's not like a, Hey I want to Get promoted up to the ranks Or whatever the case may be It's that I wanted to Do my job And do it well And, mm-hmm. and do it good And have You know Take the wor- Workload off of Whoever's above me mm-hmm. And see how I can help yeah. You know I've always been like that so i think you know i and i always wanted to kind of like you know own my own thing yeah to help other people around me sure. the, r- the only reason why like i started a record label i was producing a bunch of music and like i i loved the music and then my like you know some of my best friends like they they rhyme they say <laughs> rap so they rhyme. I, I i had they soos it up yeah <laughs> so i had them come in um I had them come on man and we were making a bunch of music and it was good and i was like dude i'm gonna put i'll just make a record label you know that way we can start like actually doing this stuff you know as a business like we can go ahead and like take some tax write-offs and stuff like that
1: so i mean on her end you know she just it seems like she kind of just knew like it, it was just a matter of time until you were like, I'm going to quit this place and do something, whether it was with blue light or whether it was a resurgence of your t-shirt company, a record label, it was going to be something,
0: something, something was going to happen. Mm. I,
1: and she was just accepting of that. Yeah. yeah. And
0: I I think that, you know, the writing was on the wall. Although I like, I really liked the, the vibe of wine warehouse and I liked my career path in general because I was creating like my own lane, but it still was only one division of something you mm-hmm. know it's it's still i was stuck between four walls at a desk every day pretty much you know I have yeah. trips to vineyards and stuff but it's not enough you know like
1: not enough in terms of like movement air or like you're only doing graphics and you know that you want to do graphic and video or you want to do graphic and
0: yeah and I can only you know I'm helping out brands but I only can help out the brands through wine warehouse I can't immediately make an impact on somebody else's business mm-hmm. you know right away yeah you know and that, that's what we do here
1: so when you company. told Cheryl that you wanted to jump ship Nyla was four years old nah, or three man, and a half she was uh three and, a half. three and a half. okay um then there's Ty and Tara who are 10 or 4 I mean they're kind of you don't have to they sleep and wake up and dress themselves yeah. now, which is great <laughs> yeah um but then what did you already know that uh Cheryl was
0: pregnant um, uh, I think it was like right around the same time. It was like the transitional time is when she got pregnant and her dad had
1: cancer at the time. Her dad had cancer at the time. That's a, quite you
0: good timing. on telling her yeah, that I you know. wanted to quit your job. I know it <laughs> was like one of those like all in, but I mean me kind of quitting the job to help out her dad yeah. was kind of there. And then to have another kid was like, if we're going to do it, like you, we better do it now. You know i don't i like the age gra- gap of like four years I think, for sure i think three four years makes a lot of sense mm-hmm. you know one two is like really really hard and uh you know I, and you know the simple fact is like um i'm like a family oriented guy i like to have parties at my house and the majority of his friends and it's like that's my big thing you know have a party everybody comes over we hang out and but we like to, like, be homebodies. Like, we like spending time with the families, playing games, watching movies and things like that. Mm-hmm. So I want Nyla to have somebody, like, closer to her age. Right. Like, where she can grow up and do those things with. know, I was the only child so I didn't have that. Yeah. So that's kind of like, if we're going to do it, let's do it now. Like, and that, and it's, there's no time that's right to quit your job. There's no time that's yeah. right to, to you know, have a kid, to get married. There's no time, dude. There's, like, if you wait like that, you're going to wait forever. Yeah, for sure, for sure.
1: Um, so do you believe in, are you familiar with love languages? Nah. So there's a theory of, I guess, yeah, there's a theory of love languages and there's five of them and it's, and it's how people give and receive love, right? Um, some people receive love in a certain way. So it could be, um, it could be words of affirmation. It could be acts of service. It could be gift giving. Uh, it
0: could be physical touch and quality time. Is, are you the gift giver or, or receiver? i think you know the answer to this no but i mean not you Ah. it could be either or like it could be the gold digger or it could be the sugar so like exactly (laughs) so
1: like i i like to show love with giving gifts but i receive love with words of affirmation Oh, okay right yeah um so anyways so that's kind of like i'm like very aware of how i operate like if somebody tells me i do a good job or whatever like i'm good like i don't need to see alexa like if she, I mean, I do, but it's like, you know, I can get through 90% of our relationship with her telling me that she misses me and thinks I'm good looking, you know what yeah. I mean? And that she loves me, something like that. And you're but a little I'm,
0: taller today.
1: Dude, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> She's actually said that one time. She was like, you look tall today. I was like, marry me. <laughs> <laughs> um, Let's anyway. go to the bedroom. <laughs> exactly. But my point is, are, are, are you aware of what makes Cheryl feel loved?
0: Uh, I mean, I think so. Hers is more, uh, more affection. You know, like more affection, and then like showing, like, I guess more show, like holding hands in public. Oh yeah, like holding hands mm-hmm. and like, um, you know, it's funny because, uh, like, but
1: like, <laughs> acts of service. Like, if you cooked for her, she would think you are
0: the man. She, yeah. If I cook for her, she, she would love it. Yeah, I guess acts of service more because like know just being a good father yeah is something like high on her list yeah you know to make sure that i'm there and that's something that i take yeah i'm extremely prideful for Mm
1: -hmm. what about like you how do you feel love from her
0: uh support support yeah Yeah, so like her supporting me Mm -hmm. you know there's that and yeah i don't know how it goes into the (laughs) language of love but like not nagging me like you so know. giving you some creative space like yeah that like thing. just it's just like that should hey. be the
1: sixth love language space. space Yeah, space, <laughs> yeah.
0: No, it, it's just like you know when when your husband or wife tells you that they're going to be home at six o'clock or seven o'clock for dinner and you show up at 7 15 or 7 30 like there's an understanding yeah stuff happens you know yeah. especially in our world a lot of things happen like you have to put out a fire to make sure that <laughs> you know another fire doesn't create So I think, you know, people just understanding, being understanding and being, knowing that your partner has good intentions is like the, at the top.
1: I wonder what they call that, but I do now know what the name of the podcast is going to be, which is interesting. So, um, okay. So how does it, I mean, look, uh, I know the listener doesn't know. It's like lifestyle changed a little bit for the time, you know, you, we've, You've made some sacrifices to support a dream that you have, um, or to like pursue a dream that you have, um, things have changed, like, you know, but you guys seem to always be happy together and all that. What would you say is like the secret sauce on both ends?
0: Um, definitely communication, I think is the secret sauce. Sorry about that. Communication for sure. I think is like the number one key. Mm Mm-hmm. So it's communicating, making sure, like, you know, I'll ask, like, Cheryl, like, you know, a couple times a week to make sure, like, like, you okay, you need me, like, you need something from me, like, like, in a serious note, like, do I need to, you know, do something, do I need to take time off, do I need to, you know, spend more time with the kids, or whatever the case may be. I do that anyway, you know, but is there something more that you need? Sure because like she's compromising with me allowing me space. So make sure that I'm not taking that for granted. Mm-hmm. You know, I think number one would be definitely be communication. And then number two would be compromise. Yeah. You know, you got to definitely compromise. Like you got to, I think to make a relationship work in general, I think that you have to be able to compromise You're, you have to be able to compromise enough to where you don't actually feel guilty or, that you're mad about the comp, like being, like going that extra mile. Yeah. Like, do I need to make sure that, you know, sa- Fridays and Saturday nights, for example, Fridays and Saturday nights, let's say I like to hang out with my homies. Yeah. That's my main thing. I work all weekend and that's what I like to do. But, you know, your girl wants to make sure that, you know, on Fridays, she wants that time and attention. Like, you got to make sure, like, am I okay with that? Does yeah. that make me mad? You yeah. know, that that kind of thing. and Like, you really got to check yourself and be like, am I just saying it's okay and I actually resent exactly. her? Exactly. Yeah. yeah, because eventually it'll boil over. So you got to, like, like, understand, like, this compromise I want to do for my partner. Yeah. You know, and that, that's what's made a lot of this work. It's like she wants, you know, me to fulfill my dreams. I want her to, you know, be happy and make sure that she fulfills hers. So, like, I tell her all the time, like, you know, we got friends and family and everybody's close, but, like, like, we're in this together, like, it's us, <laughs> you know, at the yeah. end of the day, it's us, we go to sleep in the same bed, and, it, like, we have each other, and that's it, for the most part, like, right. there's no, like, we're not from, like, well-off families, or anything like that, it's like, we have each other's back, yeah, and, like, if you're not constantly telling each other, like, like, you know, it's, I have your back, you have mine, mm-hmm. like, whatever you need you need to let me know, mm-hmm. I think, you know, that, then there's something, there's something up with that. What was your lowest point Uh, In the relationship Lowest point for me Was probably like When my dad passed away That's just like Probably the The biggest like I guess I didn't know how to How to uh, Think about Life in general
1: How did that Like how did that Feeling manifest itself In your relationship
0: Oh she She was super supportive But it's one of those things sometimes you just need Complete like separation yeah. You know and, and Is that me, what you did? Kind of a little bit you know uh, I made sure like That kind of got it out You know got got all that stuff out um, How so, long
1: into the relationship Were you together when he passed?
0: Like three years Two or three years
1: Okay so you knew that you were going to be with her for a while Yeah
0: and it was sudden too It wasn't like I mean we I knew he was sick but like, he literally went, checked into ICU and died in five days. So that was like really, really fast. Which yesterday was the anniversary, which is crazy. Eight years, dude. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, 10 years, about two years. Um, yeah, it, it was, uh, that was probably the lowest point. Um, maybe for me, too, is like giving up like the t shirt, kind of letting that go, like the t shirt company. Mm-hmm. Kind of letting that ship sail that was tough for me mm-hmm. because you're at that point of like you know does everybody just think like I'm a fucking loser, like did you think that she thought you were a loser? uh no, I think she i think she knew that i was i at that point I was doing it more so for stability, you know like from a, oh, so were you running
1: were you running the uh the t shirt company full time yeah oh yeah, shit yeah
0: dude that was it that was it for like a year and a half like all <laughs> oh, I was doing this t-shirt company and our sales were really good in, in the beginning and then you know consignment hit mm-hmm. and then your product just sits yeah you sit and wait so if you don't have like some kind of cash flow going on
1: and this is, like, kind of before Shopify was a thing. Yeah, Not kind of. It was before, before Shopify yeah. was a thing.
0: Like, there's no Instagram. There was no Instagram. There's Facebook pages. And I was smart with that. I had pop popping at that time. I knew to schedule out something every day. It was just artwork. Yeah. Like So that was, that's how I ended up getting the position. So my oh. scene, you know, like, hey, you like, know any graphic designers? Nelson, you interested in, you know?
1: That's crazy. That's cool. Yeah. So it social kinda, media at its finest. Again. <laughs> yeah,
0: it worked even back then. <laughs> so even more so now. But yeah, that was the, that was probably like my my lowest point was. How line.
1: did you handle that in the relationship?
0: Uh, you know, she like she's always been supportive. Dude. Like, I I was I was bummed out about it, but it was more of like whatever you whatever you need to do, do it.
1: Would you say that you're one of the very few men that don't lash out on the people around them when something goes wrong?
0: Mm, No. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. I can't call anybody else's relationship. My dad never did it. Yeah, that's good. You know, so I, I never grew up in a household where that was a problem. But it's also one of those things i'm very open in the relationship i think that that helps out too and so you were
1: telling her how you felt oh exactly the whole mm. way
0: through like every day i'll wear it in a sleeve i mean you probably know like I'll uh, tell I, you, I, yeah i'll you tell, tell you me. right off the bat yeah exactly how i'm feeling yeah you know there's no no guessing no beat around the bush this is how i feel so if i act like a fucking asshole i am sorry <laughs> <You> know, <laughs> kind of thing. Just, yeah and it's you know vice versa i you know you you let me know what's up with you. So that way, like, I I can try to help. I mean, if it's a million dollars, uh, it may take a couple days, but (laughs) a couple years. But, I mean, that way I can try to help and be understanding in the situation, especially in your relationship. you got to be, like, ultra understanding. It's like, you know, and I think that 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 was a a big thing for Cheryl. Yeah. Not being able to, uh, like, not being so open in everything. You know, especially coming, like, she's Filipino, so coming from, Filipino family You have a lot of pride Represent Yeah There's a lot of pride There is You know So even when you're Financially struggling You don't let people Know that shit Mm -hmm. So having her To be able to Open up to me About those kind of things Is Was big Yeah So once Because she struggled Financially Especially after like You know having kids And doing the whole Like custody thing And stuff like that Yeah Like she didn't let me know That was happening And she was like Kind of just trying to like Not bring it into the relationship Sure But eventually like You know I'm just like Hey what's going on What do you need And eventually She told me And then at that time I think like I paid for it Like the whole lawyer And everything Mm -hmm. It's like Just let me know (laughs) Yeah Help you out And then Thus far like Since we've been like married And stuff Everything's just on the table man She's having a bad day Or doing whatever You know Like she's not happy She lets me know Sometimes just a A person to talk to Yeah it's all somebody's li- really looking for A person to talk to That actually cares about them Yeah Not that bullshit friend <laughs> That could yeah, give dude. a fuck less Yeah I
1: know It's true huh
0: that, That's why I keep like You, you know your circle So I, I keep my, my circle pretty small When it comes to like Actually talking about Issues and problems mm-hmm. Keep that really tight Because I know that they care Yeah The other people Yeah it's going good Yeah How's your day going? Yeah, going good. <laughs> you know, for sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I mean, I care about that person, but it's there's not much like I could do for them. Or they could yeah, do for, for sure. Me, you know? For
1: sure. Um. So enough about Cheryl. <laughs> <laughs> you have two beautiful. Yeah, I mean, you have four beautiful kids, but you have two daughters as well. You have uh, Nyla and Shay. Um, what are some of the things that you do that you're consciously doing? To be like a good dad, day in and day out. Uh,
0: m- like majority, like especially right now with school, um, you know when I get home, there's, you know, not instances like I, I put away the phone like immediately. Mm-hmm. You know I'm not on my phone all the time. I make sure that that time is devoted to her. Mm-hmm. Cause right now it's it's Nyla, but I mean I take care of shit and stuff. Spend those time, spend that time together and then on, I make sure like I don't know focus focus on education yeah. a lot with Nyla uh, comprehension and making you no know, my biggest thing is like you don't have to learn everything like I don't expect you to know it all obviously you know and I, I don't know I don't expect you to be the best kid in the class but like for I just want her to be able to understand how to learn it that's the my biggest thing it's like gotcha understanding of how How do I do math? You know, how do I add? How do I subtract? How do I sound out words? Understanding, being able to absorb learning. Yeah. From there, it's just about memory. For sure. You know, it's like, can I memorize enough? while I'm a (laughs) (laughs) four-year-old. What's that about? But, yeah, I I do those things. Um, You know, weekends, for the most part, I I try to just hang with the fam. You know, that's kind of my time. Relax, hang with the family, and... We play game Like, she likes to play video games, so we play video games, mm-hmm. you know. I just spend that time, dude. Yeah. Like, it, in four years, if she's play- still playing Fortnite, she's going to be a beast. <laughs> 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 you know, just just those kind of things. Um, how, like, showing her how to, like, cook or garden. Yeah. You know, just teaching, dude.
1: So, it's a lot of time whenever, like, you know, it's a lot of time that you're spending with, with uh, Nyla. Yeah, you exactly. Know, especially in these years
0: yeah exactly and that's you know some people would say like oh yeah you work a lot you know days are long for us we're like 12 sometimes 13 hours into the day so it's like you don't get to see your kids yeah like yeah i do get to see my kids because you know what when i go home i put the fucking phone down and i actually spend time with my kids yeah (laughs) so don't fucking judge me (laughs) (laughs) those are there's few things that give like i'm really laid back so there's few things that give me like really riled up sure you talk shit about my kids then that's one of those like death wishes that's
1: pretty tough yeah um especially when you don't know yeah exactly and you have you have two other kids as well and that's one thing i love about you is that you're not like i uh, have two step kids or anything nah. like that they're your kids You're a father yeah. of four is how you introduced exactly
0: it. exactly yeah i mean that's i always say that and even like you know there's been times where i'll have like you know, Tara with me or Ty with me, just them. And I'm going out and, like, introducing them to people. Like, I'm always like, yeah, that's my son. Like, mm-hmm. That's my daughter. You know, like, it, there's no. Do you think uh, that
1: instills a lot of confidence in them?
0: Oh, yeah, definitely. Definitely. Especially with Ty, like, he'll tell me, like, you know, he's always calling me bro and things like that. And so, <laughs> <it's> like, <laughs> you know, like, we're we're pretty close. It, 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 it no, it lets them know, like, and and it goes back to, like, me saying that I didn't want to get married, right? Me Ty and Tara and you know, I want the relationship to be serious. Uh, I was doing the T-shirt thing at the time, so it's not a place where I could like really pay for a wedding. Sure. But when we had Nyla, I was working at Wine Warehouse, making some money. So like, I was like, you know, I want to make sure like we get married, so the kids know that this thing is serious. Sure. You know, especially the girls. Like, yeah. You know, like, hey, a guy should, you know, be committed to you. Right. And that's all it is. It's like, for me, it's a symbol. And then it's also a security because something happens to me, <laughs> yeah. you know, sure, I'll like then at least can, you know, take my benefits and things like that. Yeah, of course. And of course. I know people are like, don't get married. It's just a piece of paper and stuff. Like, there's a lot of legal shit behind marriage that, <laughs> you know, some safety nets in there for your kids and stuff. Yeah. So I do, I do believe, it. I mean, if you love that person and you plan to have kids, then I think marriage is something that. That should happen. Yeah. To me.
1: Is there anything that you think, like, today that you would... That you could do differently and do better, like, in your relationship with either your wife or your kids?
0: Like, like in the future kind of thing? Mm-hmm. Mm, I guess have more money in the bank. <laughs> Working be good. on it. <laughs> yeah. Have more money, like like, saved up, like, I guess. But I guess be better... I just always feel like there's there's more time there's more time yeah that could be spent yeah so as long as i i'm c- like always like subconsciously thinking about more time to spend with my family i'm always in a good place when i'm thinking like you know i need more time like to do other things like you know even work like but i'm always like i want to work i need to work i need to work that's always there but if it's like i need more time with my family too if those things are swaying back and forth it's good it's good for me yeah you know it, but if like one was overpowering the other then that would be bad but it's more time man I'm trying trying to you know do these little things like we have because we get tied and Tara every other weekend so those weekends those are the weekends that I lock down for sure you know, when it, if it's a weekend that's with me you know Cheryl Shay and Nyla it's like I could do something on that weekend if, if needed but when all the family's there it's like that's family time like we have like movie nights you know we play board games and shit like that yeah. So just trying to instill uh traditions that's cool that's what i'm working for
1: i uh, came over one company. time and you guys were all eating at the table do you always do that
0: oh uh, yeah yeah we that's cool. always eat at the table yeah things happen at the table dude. like you know like actually stories get told at the table i think more so than than anywhere else like those family stories Reminds me, was, reminds me of the Wonder Years. Do you remember the Wonder Years?
1: I'm a little too young for that. Yeah. Just old literally, old. like, a little too young for that. And I never really liked it.
0: No? I think yeah, it's probably I think, the greatest theme song. Yeah. <laughs> it, of, of
1: course, this theme song's great. I I don't know if it's any better than, like, Inspector Gadget's theme theme
0: song. I don't know. Something about that.
1: <laughs>
0: that, that one's good, too. <laughs> <laughs> it's a good riff, dude. Yeah. It is.
1: <laughs> it is. It is. Um. That's awesome, man. Like, honestly, it's funny. There's not a lot of people I ask for, for relationship advice. I think I'm actually pretty good at them, but you know, oh, yeah. I've asked you a couple times um, and you've also helped me be a better son to my mom. Ah, fuck, I'm going to get emotional. This is so dumb. I shouldn't <laughs> have done this podcast. No, but you've helped me be a better son to, to my mom. I think a better boyfriend to Alexa, that type of thing, a better man mm-hmm. in general. There's not a lot of dudes I look up to other than you, my uncle. That might be it. And then, you know what I mean? So so I appreciate that you were so open about the um, about your story and everything. You nice. know what I mean? I think that a lot of dudes that listen to this can really learn from you too. Um, but, of course, you probably know by now, like when I wrap the episode, I like to give or we like to have the uh, guest give one bit of advice to the listener. So what's one thing that you could – what's one bit of advice that you could give to all of the listeners right now?
0: Um, just have an open mind when it comes to um you know regret or or, are tr- like problems now have an open mind because you never know what that person is going for so if you're like if you lead with love and that's those situations good things will come out of it oh sure awesome.
1: Awesome. awesome um thanks so much man again uh to anybody who wants to connect with you where can they find you
0: uh find me on instagram nelson underscore d a l three And, uh, you can find me in Costa Mesa, blue light offices. Come by, say hi, (laughs) (laughs) say hello Uh,
1: to the listener. Thank you so much for your time and your attention. If you enjoyed the episode, we would love a five-star review. If you didn't like the episode that much, feel free to stick it to us, but be sure to subscribe anyway, because we're going to have a lot of incredible people just like Nelson back on the show. And if you love incredible stories, um, be sure to sign up for the Monday standard and you can sign up at www.mikhaelalfon.com. And it's right there. It's great stuff. Great. Thank you. Every Monday, you'll get sweet emails with things that might help you get through your week. Um, Outside of that, we'll catch you next week on the podcast.